Here's a few exciting scenes from tonight's episode of The Tom Gully Show. Continuing coverage of my least favorite time of year, which is the holiday season. See, you've got the spirit in you, Tom, right now, don't you? No, I like to get the spirit into somebody else. But, uh, yeah, so we'll be going out into this fun and seeing people. Yeah, I like standing in stores, you know, and just freely giving my money for crap, standing nut to butt with a bunch of evil strangers. It's fun, man. It's like, are you, is, is the 12 tenths of a second that you saved cutting me off? If you were Einstein or Lady Gaga or somebody was going to do something with that 12th of a second, great, do it. But you're not. You're a tool in a Volvo. What is it about guys that we don't think about Christmas until, what is this, the 22nd? And now we have to go into the jaws of hell. I don't recall the Mayans predicting Super Bowl winners or lottery numbers. It's not like the Mayans have been kicking ass in the prediction department for years and years. You know what? I mean, even the Mayans could be off by a few hours, Tom. Okay. Right, right. We're not out of the woods yet. Is that what you're telling me? Because Nostradamus said 2013, all right? I come from a long line of Indian people. We just came here. So what's your name, sir? Floyd. <laughs> and I mean Lithuania, Belgium, the Netherlands, tons of people from England, uh, the usual huge audience from New Zealand and Australia. Horror of horrors. Kurt, after all this, has just informed me. Nice turn signal, butt lick. See, there's a word you can use that's not profane. Two packs of Mario. And, and exactly, that's what he said. All right, I go, what? You know, and I'm like, I don't know what you're saying. You know, and I go two packs, and he goes, and so now I'm laughing with him, like I'm getting the joke, so I can get my card back. You know, and I go, oh, that happens all the time. It's the holidays. And he's like, and he's gesturing like a small person and a large person. I'm going, oh yeah, they get really tall around the holidays. We're not going to go shop for the dancing cat iPod. I'm thinking about You don't about even it. have to answer. I already know. We're uh, there you go. There's your answer. <laughs> I wonder what he would say if I went, Well, hello, Cecil. So good to see you. What the hell do you say to me? Peinando la muñeca. Peinando la muñeca. That's especially for our Hispanic audience. Due to some violent content, parental discretion is advised. It's time, America. Mr. and Mr. North and South American, all ships at sea, let's go to press. So sit back, buckle in, place your tray table in its upright locked position, and get ready for big time radio, friends. It's time for... Monday, December 22nd, 2014, episode 231. I'm Tom Gully, and tonight on The Tom Gully Show. Every year around this time, we start getting requests for our very special late holiday Christmas shopping special. Special. It's an episode that reaches out past the tinsel and past the garland, past Black Friday, past all the commercialization toward something real. It's an episode that travels deep into the heart of each of us during this magical time of year and says, 
I about had enough of this holiday crap, okay? You know? You know? You know, I about had enough of this holiday crap. So join us again this year as, along with my friend Kurt, we encounter polite ways to curse, foreign-speaking cashiers, confused retail help, a plushy dancing iPod, perky herky turkey jerky, and working for UPS during the holidays. It's two men caught in last-minute holiday shopping tonight on this very special holiday episode of the Tom Gully Show. Down goes Frazier! Down goes Frazier! Down goes Frazier! You're listening to the Tom Gully Show. Oh my God, I can't believe this programming. Thanks for checking with us at the Glacial Holiday Ice. And uh, what a pretentious bastard. I don't think I've ever enjoyed bourbon more than the uh, glacier uh, ice that I... Thousands of years old. Thousands of years old. Every common man can... The continuing coverage of my least favorite time of year, which is the holiday season. Good God. Uh, we're going shopping uh, with my good friend Kurt, and uh, without question, th- this is hell. Did, did you think maybe about this a couple weeks ago, or maybe the internet? Oh, you know, Tom, I've been depressed since July. Well, I mean, going out in this is just... It is terrible. I really, I started to get depressed in July or August just thinking about going out in this god crap. And, you know, I just can't tell you how, why is it, you know, you get all these movies about taking care of other people and how wonderful we all are to each other, and then you get out in traffic and it's just a bunch of self-absorbed tools. It's like, are you, is, is the 12 tenths of a second that you saved cutting me off if you were Einstein or Lady Gaga or somebody was going to do something with that 12th of a second great do it but you're not you're a tool in a Volvo well Tommy I think you're absolutely right I think this time of year brings out the true spirit well of Christmas because it is Christmas time it's basically do unto others before they do unto you you know with a car a weapon anything whatever you have have on you whatever anything I don't know so we're gonna go search for some presents for people. Yeah, because we feel so damn good about everything. And I'll be cutting out the cursing out of this, not for my own benefit, but for Kurt's, because I don't want anybody back at his employer who will remain nameless to stumble upon these podcasts. Do you know how I could I could be a surgeon now from the amount of profanity, mostly my own, that I've cut out of these, and I can't wait until I'm like Howard Stern and I have enough viewers and stuff that it doesn't matter that there's profanity in it so there but you know it's, well, i can see you've got the spirit in you tom right now don't you no i'd like to get the spirit into somebody else but uh yeah so we'll be going out into this fun and seeing people yeah i like standing in stores you know and just freely giving my money for crap standing nut to butt with a bunch of evil strangers it's fun man i've got a great thing as you all know the tom gully show t-shirts are now available i didn't know that where can i get one well they're available on that internet but if you go to the tomgullyshow.com you can get yourself one i've been telling everybody see i've got this this is brilliant frankly what do you get me this year well this year i want you if you want to know what to get me i want you to get yourself a Tom Gully Show t-shirt. That's what you can get me. You can get me something for yourself. And and that way, see, you get a gift. You can pretend it's from me, but that's what you've gotten me. Because believe it or not, I actually make a little bit of money on those t-shirts. And so therefore, <laughs> you've gotten me something, but then you're getting something. Well, give yourself the gift that keeps on giving Tom something. The gift that gives you something and me something. That's a that's a that's like a a, a boomerang gift or side. There's a name for it. 
that's cool that I'll come up with later. <laughs> I'll mention a cool name here, yes, for And you you work for a company, Kurt, that actually you could have gotten all sorts of people's stuff from the company that you work for and just given those things out. Well, I, I could have, Tom, but I didn't. What is it about guys that we don't think about Christmas until, what is this, the 22nd? And now we have to go into the jaws of hell. Oh my God, I don't know what, I just think it's looking forward to the pain. You just, you procrastinate all you can. I mean, who would electively walk into this? And another edit. So, uh, <laughs> no, you have to say like S or F or A-hole, or you can use douche tool, but see, we're skilled enough wordsmiths, which is a word I hate, I've kind of proved myself wrong right there, I suppose, that we can come up with 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 words like pederast and, uh, you know, uh, scoundrel and all that kind of stuff, that we can say the same things without saying the thing. Uh, you're right, Tom, and actually I never really thought about that wordsmith phrase before. You're right, if you can't come up with anything better than that, then... By God, you're not a you're not a wordsmith. Well, but people think it's a compliment. Oh, he's quite a wordsmith. Yeah. It's like what what that makes me sound like a you know he's because he he welds the world words together so well. He's a wordsmith. Not a wordsmith. I'm a writer. You. Well, at least it might be something more uncommon. You know, like he's a word Jones or he's a wordsmith. No, it could be he's a word. Collingsworth? Oh, word, word jockey. I don't know. There's another edit. <laughs> I have a little bell. Ding! For the edits. Ding! I'll just put them in there, creating more work. You know, I used to do this show on on a webcast form that was kind of a, it was, it was like a, a live broadcast. And so everything's happening in real time. Now that I do these podcasts, man, it's a bitch getting in garage band and putting this now it takes like four times as long of course they sound better more people listen to them but uh yeah the podcasting has gone very well that's the gift i gave myself this year to do these in podcast form you yourself tom i'm doing these as podcasts those oh. those webcasts didn't take as long but oh, people could only watch them on the internet they couldn't like download them and listen to them while they're taking a dump on a mountain in Tibet oh, on their iPod. To bleep that. No, dump. You can say take a dump. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. What are the rules, Tom? Uh, well, you know the George Carlin seven words. Okay, yes, I do. You could probably get away with, with just following those. Um, okay. Really, I, 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 if I wasn't so concerned about people looking me up on the web and me having clients and and stuff like that then you know once i get a full-time job and they can't fire me for free speech <laughs> then all bets are off oh well why don't we just gi uh, give those seven words like a replacement word or a code word all right you well you could say s well because well, it's <laughs> mfer and huh MFR. Okay. Uh, C word. Uh, S F. Uh, okay. Boy, that one. The the C F word's a hard one. Yeah. <laughs> no, the C S word. Uh, well, okay, a C S -er. Yes, a C S -er. That's right, that's, that's good. good. Yeah, yeah. What about a, a an M? Effort. That's, that's a good one. Yeah. Okay, an MFR. Or yours, you've used one for years that's even better than that, and that's Mother Grabber. Mother Grabber, I like that because that just sounds dirty, but there's really nothing dirty about and it. And that's, you've actually used that for many, many years, and that's one of the things I admire about you. And then there's, wow. you remember the, the band The Fugues? Yes, I do. That's to take the place of the F word. Oh. Well, that's the way that band was named, at least that's what I've heard. Well, fugue is a musical term, is it not? Yeah, but you have to add an uh, it's F-U-G-U-E is fugue and F-U-G-S fugs fuggin I guess you could say uh, yeah those are they're just a bunch of MFers though yeah our mother grabbers or mother grabbers I like sons of mothers you know I think we could get away with that one if we didn't use it too often okay you sons of mothers no no I, the, the real one 
Oh, okay. Well, I won't use that. I'll save that. It had to be. It would have to be like a really special occasion, though. You know, or maybe if you met a real, uh, like a a person that was the product of a human and a dog. I see. I see. Now I understand. We'll save it. Which gets back into the Carlin thing is you can't say that word as a profanity, but if if you're watching the Animal Planet, <laughs> you know then. You the can mother, use it. The mother peregrine falcon was a real son of a mother. No, 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 no. It's it's like if you're watching the dog whisperer, oh, oh. and you know, of course she's the bitch to the full brood oh, of these dogs. The B word. I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So. So you know, it's it's like rat boy. If it's the son of a of a dog and a human, then maybe you could say it's the son of a bee and really mean it. Yes, I see. Well, I'm going to use that phrase chip later. Okay, I'll <laughs> save it. Or maybe, yeah, maybe that's it. Maybe you get like a certain amount of points or something. You ever met people that with their kids, they have a thing where if the mom or dad says a cuss word, they have to put a dollar in the curse jar. <laughs> where did we come as a society where kids are, are, are like, have got that much on us? You know, it's like, my dad would be like, curse jar? I'll tell you what, why don't we have a you go to work 40 or 50 hours a week jar? Why don't we have one of those jars? Why don't we have a you don't get any shelter, clothing, or food jar? How about that jar? Oh my God. Can you imagine your dad, who I happen to know personally, if you said, Dad, we're going to have it, we're going to have a curse jar? <laughs> yeah. Or your mom, even. Oh my God, there would be no such thing. I like we're gonna have a, you're not freaking bored jar. How, how about How about when you were in the Navy? <laughs> which, which, which one are you talking about? What are you talking about? Well, if you were in the Navy and you said, hey, Chief Petty Officer, we're starting a curse jar aboard, oh. aboard the Mayhan. They would make you fall up a ladder for sure. <laughs> All right, I'm going to turn this off for a while, but it'll definitely come out when we get into a retail environment. And I'm going to try to talk to some humans. And I want to ask some, oh, I can ask you right now. How do you feel about, and I'm going to ask you this because I got a bone to pick. Boy, you've been playing that Mayan apocalypse card for a long time now. No, no, no. How do you feel now? And I'm going to just do my diatribe. I've done it a few more times. You know, I don't recall the Mayans predicting Super Bowl winners or lottery numbers. It's not like the Mayans have been kicking ass in the prediction what department for like, years and years. Talking I'm, I'm talking to you. Yeah, you mentioned that Mayan apocalypse. Oh, it's all going to be over December 21st. Well, and you know what? I mean, even the Mayans could be off by a few hours, Tom. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> right, right. We're not out of the woods yet. Is that what you're telling me? Because Nostradamus said 2013, all right? So I'm really going with his his stuff. Oh God, now that's what the History Channel will switch to. Mm -hmm. That or they'll go back to all Hitler all the time. <laughs> you know, but... Uh, Tonight, Hitler's dog, yes, I remember you saying I did, well I did, there's commercials on my last podcast for fake History Channel commercials, don't you remember? I'm dreaming of a right Christmas and Hitler rated X. I knew History Channel was in trouble when they had Hitler in color. They found some old color film that the Germans had taken, and it was like, oh my God! It's, well, it's the same stuff. It's Nazis. It's just in, it's in color now, and Ted Turner could have solved that for you years ago. But anyway, uh, where are you? Where are we going? Coles and. We're going to fries. To, uh, you know, electronics first, Tom. I love fries, actually. Yeah, fries, I don't think we're going to find all the, the A holes that, you know, there. You're, you're mistaken. They're everywhere. But you know what I like the best about fries is that like industrial uh, checkout that they have. It's like a bank or well, something. You know, it'd be more inhuman than their checkout. You're right about that. It looks like, uh, well, speaking of Nazis, <laughs> right? It looks like a kind of a death camp parade. It does look a little like Ellis Island when you walk <laughs> up to that thing. I've had my name changed three times by those guys. <laughs> Well, I, I guarantee you somebody in that line will say to us, and what did you get today, sir? <laughs> no shit. There are a lot of those guys there, you know, that, that are either selling beef jerky or wheat germ or something, but they're there. I had a woman at Jack in the Box try to say, 
I ordered a shake and she was trying to ask me if I wanted a cherry in it and it took me about five <laughs> minutes you know and I'm just like you know yo habla poquito espanol yo blanco grande they love it when I call myself big white man they just let they get a kick out of that don't they my gosh well you are the big white yeah I, I you know I, I, I want to be that guy in a small South American or Mexican town that's like the guy in Romancing the Stone. That, you know, everybody, you got to go talk to this guy. Oh, you must go talk to Blanco Grande. <laughs> he has the refrigerator in town, you know. Anyway, we'll come back with continuing coverage from Fry's. Oh, darn, none of that was recording. No, but that's okay. Well, so we, we, we actually, we asked the sales guy here at Fry's, do you have like a universal kit of electronics equipment tools that, that a young electrician or somebody that works on a lot of electronics might use that has an amp meter, soldering iron, all that kind of stuff? And we're told no. And then right where we were left, there's an item called... Well, let's just read it right here, Tom. It says the hands-on basic electronics kit. Gee, how could someone... <laughs> well, look, it says right here, learn to solder properly. Because you know how many improper soldering is going on out there. <laughs> oh, bacon, lettuce, and tomato, as you might find in a bacon, lettuce, and tomato sandwich. An electronic toolkit, much like you might find at a huge electronic store like Fry's. <laughs> We don't have anything like that. It's all individual. Uh, is there? Do you have a kit of uh, universal electronic stuff? Oh no! This is uh, what's that there right in front of us? Well, it's the basic hands-on <laughs> electronics kit. Once again, another sale closed by the helpful staff. I love Christmas. Say, do you think you might have a <laughs> an electronic soldering station? No, I don't think so. Well, what's this box here say? <laughs> oh, it's electronic soldering station. I, it's in the way you pronounce it, apparently. All right. But for Vic's Christmas, Tom, I think a, a, a lot of thought will go into it, but that's what Christmas is all about, right? It's the thought that counts. I'm going to assemble a hands-on electronic starter kit for Vic. <laughs> I'm going to put my own brand name on it. <laughs> Maybe I'll offer it to Fry's. They might want to sell it. You could like tape it together with duct tape, like six, seven boxes. <laughs> yeah, then and you could have it branded like Bob Vila's. Kurt, oh wait, I want to say the last name. Oh, well, we're leaving Fry's now. Uh, say, do you have one of those, uh, <laughs> do you have one of those multi-channel stereo receivers oh no we don't have anything like that what's that there by your elbow it's a, it says multi-channel stereo receiver oh well that's just something that we had lying around well if you want to get technical sir yes uh, <laughs> I would like to just come clean one time and just go uh, you know answer the question it's a yes or no do you have I don't know it's yes or no or I don't know right and very seldom will anybody say I don't know that would be fine, wouldn't it? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> See? Yeah, you know, uh, oh, God, that was so hilarious. No, we don't have anything like that. He takes us to the exact aisle, takes us to exactly where it's at, and then tells us, no, we don't have it. Walks away, and we look down, and basic electronics users kit of things you would basically use on electronic i mean anyway uh so kurt very shrewdly astutely some might say decided well let's why don't we just go to radio shack where we won't get hammered in the keister quite so hard on because they're really high tone about stuff like soldering iron i mean isn't that basically just you hook a wire up to a wall socket it's connected to a piece of metal that gets really hot yes that's right and they have like 57 kinds and they're expensive and boy did that cop get off the road anyway um and and i i would think those would be like 4.99 i could make one of those with a defective lamp oh i've, I've made one for with a paper clip and a matchstick tom 
<laughs> a fork and a wall socket. Uh, and you just hold the thing you're soldering up to it. So now we're going to Radio Shack. And side note, first of all, ever since I've known Kurt, he is a huge Radio Shack user. Uh, mainlines it. And that's like been 30 years now. Then, plus also as well, in addition to... To boot. To boot and, and stuff. He worked for Radio Shack at a very high level corporately, and not just like shuffling papers around, assembling all their product offerings into logical forms for consumers to do what they do best, which is to consume. And so I'm thinking you probably will have better success at that place. That's right. <laughs> I don't know. So we're going to go there, and he's got questions, very few I'm sure, and they've got answers. At Fry's, you've got questions, they've got blank stares in the face. And I also, here's another um, acceptable answer this time of year. Look, I'm just working there for the holidays. Speaking of which, this year, for a little extra holiday cash and as a way to like get more content for the show, I applied for a holiday job with UPS because I work really weird hours and there's nothing going on. Uh, for those of you that don't know, in the advertising industry, from about the 1st of December to about the middle of January, nothing happens because all the advertising has been created for the holiday season. It's done. It's already in market. There's nothing to create. So I thought, you know, I got time to kill. This might be a fun job. Uh, they pay okay. Uh, exercise, all that stuff. I go down, they issue me a brand new uniform, and I haven't been called once. And the thing of it is, they hammer you with, you know, the Transportation Safety Administration will come and get this unit. You'll be arrested if you don't return this, because with a UPS uniform, apparently you can get into like Fort Knox or a nuclear facility. Hi, here from UPS, come right in. Uh, you know, I'm a US Senator, screw you, you're not getting in. I'm from UPS. They haven't called me once. Although I did get a message for a Vernon Maxwell or something asking for him to show up. So now I have to drive like 50 miles to return the uniform. That, that's a great usage of my time. And I asked him on the phone the other day, I'm like, can't I just ship this back to you, UPS? Oh no, no, you have to, you have to come and sign back we in. I don't want to count on that. Yeah, I gotta sign in. Okay, get this. I have to sign in so I can get my paycheck for one hour for for the orientation. I'll spend four times that in gas getting there and back. So anyway, Merry Christmas, UPS. Can't understand why you guys are going out of business. Well, it's a federal offense to impersonate an, uh, uh, you know, one of those guys, isn't it? So what can Brown do for me? Make me drive to Mesquite, you know. So there's there's more fun for us. Uh, say, do you have any of those uh, V? Uh, so do you have any of those DVD, Blu-ray DVD players? No, sir. Well, let's go look over on aisle 17. You're walking amid a sea of them. No, we don't have any of those. They just leaves it. Maybe it's Fry's way of making you feel smart, like a little discovery. Like, well, I showed him. Now, they like people to, like consumers to discover their own products, Tom. <laughs> it's more satisfying and it's a better sale. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I feel like, oh boy, did I suss this out of him. Yeah, I love this, uh, you know, armored car service called Garda. I imagine it's Hispanic in some nature. I'm gonna, hey. Hey. Uh, I'm gonna Garda your stuff. Garda this stuff because it's valuable. Don't worry, I will Garda it. Okay. Look, El Garda is here. Uh. It's Zorro's brother. Uh. <laughs> when Zorro, when Zorro gets the stuff. From the Alcaldi, he needs somebody to guard it for a while. They will guard it. Near the home of the Alcaldi. Anyway, all right. You we're know what, Tom? I do have one thing to add about fries, though. 
I imagine right when we left though that that associate who helped us or didn't help us uh, went back to his, his cohorts there and they were just having a good laugh you know <laughs> oh they took them right by it they didn't even see it <laughs> it was right there could have bit them on the leg like a uh, cobra if it was a cobra it would have bitten them in the ankle <laughs> yeah because our our guy and you know people will think this is like racist or something. it's really not because it's the truth was named Fatasa Mafa Mafa Nafa Patel. And uh, he had a very, he was very, very hair helmety haircut. But he was very well composed and uh, was anxious to serve us. <laughs> you know, those guys don't like it when you get them on the, uh, you know, huge phone service farm from your bank or something. You call up, hello, thank you very much for calling Wells Fargo. Are you in India right now? No, no, no. I am in Chicago. Go Bulls. I love this Michael Jordan man. Okay. Whoa, 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 whoa. What's your name? Rusty. <laughs> All right. I love it. Sure. Those names, right? Really Americanized first names, man. That's great. So, you come from a long line of Indian people. We just came here. So, what's your name, sir? Floyd. <laughs> my, name is uh, yeah. my name is Percy. I just want our kids to have an easier time, you know, getting along in the United States. So, what shall we name him? I think we should name him Floyd. God, it's like you sit around. How can uh, we get it the crap beat out of our kids really well? Well, so we're going to be driving back to about a mile from Kurt's house after braving. After Tom, I think we might make a stop at Home Depot, okay? So that'll be fun. That'll be great, because we can get a lot of audio there. So we'll go by the Home Depot and uh, see what they have in store for us there. Say, do you have any two-by-fours? Well, I don't know what's going over here, is it? Nope. <laughs> hey, hey say, right what's this? I... Well, that's actually a one and three quarters by a three and three quarters, sir. All this stuff over here is metric. Skirt. So, we could ask him those questions. Why are you calling this a two by four, you know, when it doesn't measure two by four? We could ask him a lot of questions over there. Yeah. You know? Or if we can run into a guy at Home Depot who's just trying to make a little money over the holidays. What do you think? I think we could, and there's another job I could have done. I know plumbing really well. But you know what, Kurt? When you get to the place we've gotten in our various careers, whether we're there right now or not, by choice, ours or someone else's, they're not going to let you do that. They're going to look at it, oh, editorial director of the Cartoon Network. <laughs> yeah, like you're going to want to work here. I always love it when people do that. When they're working somewhere and they go, yeah, like you'd want to work here. It's like, what automatically made me cooler than you? I mean, what, that says more about you than it does me, Mr. Inferiority Complex. Thanks Merry for, Christmas. Thanks for the compliment. You yeah, know. right. I it was hoity to I guess I'm hoity toityer than I thought I was. You don't want your life to suck like mine. <laughs> yeah, so let's go to Home Depot and talk to some of those people. All right. Well, our trip to Home Depot, as we continue our coverage of the vast and vivid palette of the American lifestyle, was somewhat unremarkable, uh, except for two things. Number one, and I don't know if you picked up on this or not, uh, when the guy was, was uh, you know, cashiering you out of the uh, store, he said, very good, Mr. Connor. Yes. No, very good, sir. And I thought I was maybe in a Scrooge movie for a second. Oh, very good, sir. Yeah. Oh, you'll be having the long burning of artificial logs. Very good, sir. And he also, if you heard him, he goes, and you're a handsome man, if I might say. Uh, he was somewhat infeminate, yes. And um, then the second thing is, uh, we saw a product called Perky Jerky that's made of turkey. So it's turkey, perky jerky. Perky, turkey jerky. Yeah. And you have to be careful, because if you say that enough times, you will never stop until you die. <laughs> they'll, they'll find you sitting in your backyard going, turkey jerky, herky jerky, perky jerky, jerky, perky herky. You end up in a gay bar somewhere, you know. They'll say, and you'll be saying that, and people surrounding you will be saying, peinando la muñeca. 
Peinando la muñeca. That's especially for our Hispanic audience. Uh, so, the Carlos, that's for you. <laughs> that's for that one guy. Yeah. You know, yesterday it was like International Day. Uh, I had a, a renowned social media expert on, and I mean Lithuania, Belgium, the Netherlands, tons of people from England. Uh, the usual huge audience from New Zealand and Australia. Wow, I didn't know that the Radio Shack had moved over to this. Well, I just thought of something that I wanted here, and it's a really stupid gift for Andy. Okay, okay. that that boy that says I love you, honey. It's a it's a cat that you can plug your iPod into, and he dances. Okay, in with the rhythm. I'm leaving the microphone on for this one. Okay, a uh, cat that you because you start off with a cat and i'm interested you know i'm really into cats as we go into is this walgreens okay as i document our holiday travels here and uh salvation army uh till they take the guns away from those people i want nothing to do with them Dogs. Wait, let's see. There, they get. There's all of them that they have. Oh, yeah. It looks like yeah, there is. Oh. Well, yeah. Looks like maybe. Um, there's nowhere else in the store that might even in the back or uh, or maybe on one of the aisles. Or is this probably the only? Yeah, we moved everything to the up here, so we don't have any in the aisle. But I'll go check in the back. Thank for you. you guys. I would greatly appreciate that. What about this? The eye hip. Oh, it's a bigger one like these bears. I can't believe, man. Here's a first world problem. They don't have the variety of dancing plushie toy that you hooked to your iPod. I was so disappointed. It's called Party Animal, Tom. And, well, they've got everything but the one I want. And it's for ages six and up. So we're lucky. It's within our bracket. Oh, I'm, uh, it's well within my range. So <laughs> I think kids younger than this will swallow them. Plays and dances to the beat of your favorite music. Hey, watch out. Look at that. You know, he was moving. Hey, he was moving there. Oh, that one's moving. He's looking right at me. He's talking. <laughs> Anything to say now. As we continue to bring you the vast and vivid palette of the American lifestyle. That's right. This adorable plush animal speaker dances with the best of your music. Oh, with the beat. Sorry, not the best. That's right. And stops whenever the music stops. That's freaking amazing. Yeah, because you'd hate him to keep dancing after the music stops well, <laughs> how you know, silly would you <laughs> would we all you know, feel not really listening you know <laughs> he was just doing it for effect your music sucks hey how about if those giant ones over there did it that's, that's <laughs> those a four foot tall plushies <laughs> okay that would be so awesome thank you so much these people are 50 times better than the help at fries <laughs> oh my goody. They've got NFL NFL themed Snuggies now. There's a gift for Andy. Your lovely wife. Who after the fall uh oh. I'm looking she's got defeat in her eyes. Okay, well that's alright. Thank you so much for being so helpful. Very much appreciate it. Alright then. So, well, it's not the only game in town. You know, I just may check one later. There's a Walgreens. Is this, down the well, way. maybe uh, there's another Walgreens or CVS? CVS might very well have it, Tom. You know, because I'm not going to quit until <laughs> I found the dancing pussy that I want. I, uh, that, uh, there was no, uh, if you move to the right, you can block the whole aisle. Thank you, ma'am. <laughs> Eh, Mr. Personality, once again, making holiday friends. That's right. You should have seen the look she gave me. Like I was the one in violation. That walking piece of human cholesterol looked at me because I made the remark about if you move to the left, you can block the whole aisle. Which I was just being honest and forthright. Human yeah, that's what I call them, human cholesterol. We can go to another Walgreens and a CVS to see if they have the, as Kurt put it, dancing pussy cat. Ooh, good engine start noise. That'll be a good edit point later. Well, you know, 
horror of horrors. Kurt, after all this, has just informed me. Nice turn signal, butt lick. See, there's a word you can use that's not profane. Um, just informed me he's not in the shopping mood. Well, I had expected to see spectacular. And Kurt has now become the man who loved cat dancing toys you hook up to your iPod. He looks a little like Burt Reynolds. I'm going to get you up here, I think. Okay, I'm going to sit here in the car. Apparently, I'm not good enough to... No, I'm kidding. I don't want to talk to that guy. Kurt's at the corner store. Now, for those of you not in Texas, number one, I, I'm sorry. You should come to Texas as quickly as you can. But there's actually a store called the corner store. I mean, it's, it's a chain attached to one of the larger uh, gas stations. It's like a 7-Eleven type of a deal. Valero is the uh, the gas station type of, of place. And their convenience mart is called the corner store, which A, creates a lot of confusion, but it's probably really good for the corner store people because people will say, I'm just going down to the corner store, which is great if, if that's all you're doing. But sometimes there's a store on the corner that uh, I think you see where I'm going here. Uh, but at any rate, we will uh, pick this up as we search some more for the dancing cat plushie that you hook up to your iPod. As the Tom Gully Show continues to bring you the vast and vivid palette of the American lifestyle. A Commodore VIC-20. Um, so here's the first law of taking your electronic news gathering stuff out. If you don't go or you don't have it on, the most spectacularly wonderful things happen that then you cannot document. But so at this corner store, and I explain what that means, corner store, uh, there's a guy that works there that Kurt hates. And he has a right to hate him. I hate him too. He's the most obtuse jerk that you'll ever meet. And, and he does happen to be a non-American. Well, uh, nothing wrong with that, but he's just a jerk. Okay, so he, he thinks you can understand him. And what, so what happens here? Well, you know, I walk in and get my customary 12-pack of beer, you know, and uh, he's, he's out there and he's got one of those little red dots on his forehead. Yeah. But it looks like, you know, that somebody hit him with a glass of water on the forehead because it's running down his face, <laughs> right? It looks like he's been shot in the forehead with a 45. In a bad movie from the 80s. Exactly, and a really bad blood makeup type of thing. But, you know, it's running. I'm like, that's just for starters, right? And I said, well, I, I give me two packs of Marlboro Lights. And he gives me three. I said, two packs of Marlboro Lights. And, and exactly, that's what he said. All right. I go, what? Keep it like my dead boy. You know, and I'm like, I don't know what you're saying. <laughs> you know, and I go, two packs. And he goes, oh, and, and then he starts telling me a story. And I think it's a funny story. But I don't know. So I'm just trying to get out of there, and he's holding my goddamn card hostage. Oh, I cussed again. It's okay. It's worth it this time. He hold, he's holding my credit card hostage while he's telling me the story, and I'm reaching for it, and he's pulling it back. He goes, no, I'm in the water. And I'm going, Jesus. Yeah, and so now I'm laughing with him like I'm getting the joke so I can get my card back, you know. And I go, oh, that happens all the time. It's the holidays. And he's like, oh, no, I can never do it. And he's gesturing like a small person and a large person. I'm going, oh yeah, they get really tall around the holidays. You know, and I'm like, oh, and I'm still walking out the door. He finally gives me my card and I'm walking out and he's still going. Anyway, that's it. But God, if you had him on the mic, man. Oh boy. Uh, yes, I speak gibberish. Yeah, it's not jive, it's gibberish. I love the bad Tom Savini makeup job. Uh, you know, the, from Dawn of the Dead, the first one. Yeah, uh, he's done that with me before. And, you know, I just, I need one thing behind the counter there. And did you have something? And sometimes he gets kind of testy. Oh, no, no, he's laid a little testy with you. And he was in a good mood today, because normally it's like, you can just tell he's cussing at you, but you don't understand anything. You know? Yeah, he looks... Hookah, hookah, hookah. Hey. Yeah. You know, like, what the hell are you talking about? So, and uh, he's also the guy, and I hate to say this, but he's the guy that 
I'm going to write Valero and say, maybe issue him two or three more changes of uniform. Oh, my God. Oh, I didn't mention that. That's just a given now. I mean, the, the B.O., man, I walk in there, and he's got a radius of of olfactory demons, you know, <laughs> surrounding him, like a 12-foot radius. And you get within that, and it is hard to stand. Even if you don't get gasoline there, you really are tempted to go to one of the pumps and just squirt a little on your hands and body to, to mask the... Uh, Ambience. Oh the odor, his own individual odor. So I wonder if uh, we're not going to go shop for the dancing cat iPod. Uh, I'm thinking about it. You don't even it. have to answer. I already know. We're uh, there you go. There's your answer. <laughs> I'm going to, hopefully there's not, because a lot of times if I'm in a car, I get a lot of hum and stuff in the car. But that's a great, ah. Uh, <laughs> And just play that so there's a drop sometimes. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh dear. Well, I guess we've explored the vast and continuing coverage of the vast American lifestyle. And as we head back with a heavy heart and a completely empty shopping bag. Like I got some Duralogs. You know? We can those will last a while. Yeah, well, three hours each, so you know, do the math. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, because it's so freezing cold. Well, uh, it might get to down to 50 tonight. Not if I have anything to do with it. No, that. there'll be an inferno, and not just a disco. The funk will be flaming inside Kurt's house. And now we're going down the back alley to Kurt's home, and I'm hoping to see if Cecil's home. Well, you know what I'd love to do is go see if Cecil is at home today. Nice I wonder what he would say if I went, well, Cecil, so good to see you. What the hell do you say to me? Uh, Cecil, actually, is he's a, an awesome dude. And uh, maybe we'll go see him. I don't know. Hi, I am Tom Gully, host of The Tom Gully Show. And I'm here to talk to you about The Tom Gully Show t-shirts. They're stylish, comfortable, and affordably priced. It's really a great way to show your support of the show. So we'd like y'all to buy one for yourself and even better, yourself and a friend because they're, hey boss, you wanna sell more t-shirts? I'm your guy. Oh, hi, Vinny. Uh, folks, Vinny here helps out around the show from time to time. Vinny, you have a way we can sell more t-shirts? I'm all ears. Okay, what we do is, we go out and we get a nun, you know, a nun. Then, if we don't sell enough shirts within about five minutes, we take a meat cleaver and we start chopping off her toes one at a time. Bam! Off flies another toe. Oh, no, no, no. Good Christ. No, no. We're not doing something like that. What makes you think something like that could even work? Well, you know... Works when you use a, a crippled kid instead of a nun. Folks, we'd appreciate it if you'd go to the TomGullyShow.com and buy a t-shirt or 20. Some of these holiday podcast specials are really fun. If you get that reference, email me and I'll send you something. Uh, we'd like to thank our savior, you know, for uh, Christmas and stuff. And we'd also like to thank my friend Kurt for helping to make this episode part of a joyous holiday season for everyone. Folks, we'd really appreciate it if you'd share this on your various Facebook pages. Trying to spread the word means trying to spread our little show here. We'd appreciate it if you'd like the Tom Gully Show, not me, but the show on Facebook as well. It strikes you. 
you know. Uh, and of course, there's always the TomGullyShow.com. Please, if you've got a mobile device, go there, but you'll like the web version better on your mobile device, trust me. Uh, you can find everything about the show there. That's where we've got the store here during the holidays. You know, if you're wanting to get me something, get you something from the store. That way you'll get a shirt or a thong or a cocktail shaker or a shower curtain or something, and I'll get a few dollars. Um, and you can subscribe on iTunes for free because if it's free, it is for me. Follow us on Twitter at Atomic Palooka as well so I can increase my clout and cred ratings so if I get enough points, we're all going to go to the aces with Reg Dunlap. Maybe we'll see Ogie. I don't know. Uh, that'll do it for tonight. I'm out of Oh, by the way, the next episode, or maybe the one after that, is going to be our Internet Whack Job of the Year. You'll be excited to hear who that is. That'll do it for tonight. I'm out of here. I got to go talk to some people. I'll talk to you much later each night. Jay Johnson brings us in with the truth wagon. Go to jjohnsonmusic.com and get all the stuff this incredible singer-songwriter has to offer. And we're going to take you out tonight. Normally, we take you out with Catch-22 Blues by the Hitman Blues Band, our good, good friends from New York, uh, Russell Alexander and the boys. But they actually have a Christmas song. So we will take you out with that. It's called Sharing Christmas with the Blues. Go to hitmanbluesband.com or hitmanbluesband.net. If you go to the .net and give them your email address to get on their mailing list, oh, daddy you're going to get nine incredible blues songs on MP3 from the band. So you got to do that. And by the way, that mailing list, they hit you like once a month. It's extreme. It's done extremely prudently. Just enough. Any more would be too much. Any less would be too little. Hey, you have a happy holiday season. I'm saying Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. If you do Kwanzaa, happy Kwanzaa. Whatever you celebrate, celebrate it. Have a good time. Love yourself. Love everybody else around you. And we will, as soon as my microphone gets back into sh there, we will see you next time. Man, I'm doing fine I got some munching meat Some bad dog wine Yeah, I'm making merry With my new friend Who's come around to stay You see, I'll be staring This Christmas with the blues I was mistaken To treat you so bad it's the best I've ever had Ah, but I'm moving home I'm standing tall And I'm gonna have a ball You see, I'll be sharing This Christmas with the blues Got me a Christmas tree From the five and dime I got my plans on me we're gonna have a time Come Christmas morning I wonder